Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Early line live right here on this Thursday on Sports Grid. We are very glad to have everybody here. Not just a Thursday, not just a normal day in the week here on the Spiz Grizz Network. It is the first game day of the 2023 National Football League regular season, and we are juiced up. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Right Side, DRS. Here we are on our third day together on the new The Early Line live right here on the Sports Grid Network and our first NFL game day together, my friend. It is a pleasure to be here on this Thursday. We have already broken down the game in our opening hour, but we have two more hours to go to talk everything football. A preview of the regular season debut tonight inside Arrowhead Stadium in KC Mo and our forecast for the entirety of the 2023 NFL season as well drs one simple word football i may mean, love it and also by the way let me get a little step up here on the android app which i have an android phone it's much better than the yeah. iphone don't don't get it twisted at this okay. point but having said that i Terrible. do code in my off time here where i have a little bit of downtime i tried to get into the app and change it so i was the only host you can follow on that sports grid app so let me know a little bit later today where you're pushing those buttons yeah. to try to find yourself and everywhere it says your boy drs because that's got to follow of course right here DRS hit me with a very yeah. cold over the weekend as yeah. we were getting ready to start this new venture together. Hey, let me get your cell phone number. He Twitter DM me. I said, Donnie, yeah. you have my cell phone number. At least I have yours. He said, I didn't save it. So then I had to send him my number and he hit me with a new host. Who's this? Thank you, DRS. Now, hold on. Hey, welcome. Let me, let me double my, down. Hold on. hold on, hold on. Let me double down on this real quick. And we'll, we'll bring in the radio audience here. You're watching and listening live to the early line. It's Ben Steven. It's Donnie's right side. It's Sirius XM Channel 159. The only place to be on the Sports Grid Network is right here and right now. Now, having said that, he sends me back, Ben, right, a text that comes back. So I look at it. I don't have the number saved. I'm like, who is this guy sending this message to me here? I'm ready to block the number. I go, hold on. Look at where the area code is. That's actually Ben's safe. So you are about to get blocked right there because how did this guy get my number and send me this terrible message, which really upset me? Listen, I did say an angry and mean word, but still, <laughs> now we have each other's numbers. We are true pros here in this new show on the early line. A family program. We will not repeat what that word was. All right, DRS, I'm learning new things about you each and every day as we yeah. do the early line together. I just learned you code in your spare time. I learned earlier I this week that you are the foremost tennis guy on the Sports Grid Network, knocking off right. Andre Agassi in a U.S. Open qualifier only at the age of 12 DRS back in 1989. So, Donnie, you ready to talk some tennis quarterfinal action yesterday at the 2023 U.S. Open? Look, professional athletes are what I know here. I played at the highest level of football, Division Three, also. So let's not get that. That's why I can talk so highly about these NFL players. But, yeah, let's get to some tennis action yeah. here. Let's get after it. Yeah, I was the highest level of football as well, a backup high school quarterback. All right, let's look at what we saw yesterday up at Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens. First, we start on the men's side, DRS, in the Wednesday mm -hmm. quarterfinals. The number one seed, the defending champion at the United States Open, the young Carlito. The 20-year-old Spaniard, Carlos Alcaraz, knocks off 
Alex, Alexander Zverev in straight sets in a huge victory for Alcaraz. He will be back in the semifinal, 6-3, 6-2, 6-4. The other semifinal, Daniil Medvedev, who was the champion back in 2021, knocks off his countryman, Andrei Rublev, with a 6-4, 6-3, 6-4 straight set victory. DRS, here we are. Alcaraz into the semifinal on one side. Novak Djokovic into the semifinal on the other. He'll take on the young Ben Shelton, the 20-year-old American. He's a minus 2,800 outright favorite in tomorrow's semifinal action up in Queens. On the other side, it's Medvedev and Alcaraz, the two-seed versus the three-seed. It seems as though, Donnie, we are certainly on track for a showdown once again of Djokovic and Alcaraz in the men's final on Sunday afternoon in Queens. Yeah, top three seeds still left available here in the U.S. Open. Djokovic, Alcaraz, and Medvedev. And you take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now the pricing shows you there's a little bit of a shelf there. Minus 125 to win it all is Novak Djokovic. Plus 115 is Carlos Alcaraz. And then you take a look at Medvedev, 11 to 1. And the youngster, Ben Shelton, 42 to 1. Now look, Pedigree usually wins in these big tournaments here. There's a reason why you take a look at Djokovic. Like, how many titles did he win? That's not by luck. That's because how dominant these players are. It looks like Alcaraz is the next guy in line. But boy, boy, wouldn't it? be fun here to watch Ben Shelton move into the final at the U.S. Open yeah. at this young age and being an American tennis player. That would be some fun to watch. Might upset some people in the worldwide stage where you're waiting for Alcaraz versus Djokovic, but from just an excitement perspective, man, Shelton sky's the limit here. 42 to 1, big price here in the final four. Certainly so. We've seen some movement on that outright match money line for Friday's semifinal. Djokovic still a minus 1600 favorite, though. Even DRS for Shelton to take a set is unlikely. Novak Djokovic to win in straight sets, three to none, is minus 155 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Carlito, Carlos Alcaraz, nearly a $4 favorite, minus 385 in the other semifinal matchup against Daniil Medvedev. The women's action yesterday, DRS, on a quarterfinal Wednesday up in Queens. It was the top seed remaining. Arena Sabalenka winning in straight sets. She's the number two seed, but the top seed out there is Ziga Sviantek was upset this past weekend, and an American will appear in the other semifinal as well. After Coco Corey Goff got there on Tuesday, Madison Keys takes care of Marketa Vondrosova easily yesterday. 6-1, 6-4, dominance DRS. Half of the semifinals on the women's side features an American tennis player. The 19-year-old Coco Goff and Madison Keys will face off against the tournament's top remaining seed in Arena Sabalenka. Yeah, we'll see if Corey Goff can get that Coco Goff, as we like to call her here. She's going to have the crowd on her side, no doubt about it. And, yes, just because people got confused that they might be twins out here. They are not. They are one in the same, and maybe a plus 175 is the way to take it in this tournament from the women's side. Coco Golf will play tonight against Carolina Muhova. She is a minus 205 favorite, 7 p.m. Eastern time on center court at Arthur Ashe Stadium. That will be followed by the other semifinal. Again, Sabalenka and Keys. Arena Sabalenka, the number two seed in this tournament, but the top remaining seed, minus 275. Right now, Sabalenka is the favorite, plus 125, but Coco Golf, DRS, only 50 cents back at plus 175. And Again, as Donnie said, if you go to bet, Coco Goff on the FanDuel Sportsbook, do not be confused. Her official legal name is Corey. That is where you will see her listed. Yes, and don't be confused by that because money is what it's being made here. And if you can pick that winner, you'll get it. But by the way, how about if Shelton makes the final and Coco Goff? I mean, tremendous stuff here. U.S. tennis on the forefront of domination. Could it be, Ben? We haven't seen young superstars this prolific in American Not tennis since a young Donny Wright side back in 1989 no. as a 12-year-old future phenom. Coco Goff, only 19 years young. Ben Shelton, Impressive. only 20 years young as well. The youngest American male player to make a semifinal at the U.S. Open in quite some time. More National Football League conversation on opening day next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And... 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. We are now less than 12 hours away from the season opener of the 2023 NFL campaign. Tonight in Kansas City at the home of the defending champs. The Chiefs welcome in the Detroit Lions. And there is a ton to get to here on opening day of the National Football League regular season. Welcome back to the early line live right here on this Thursday on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. And meeting us in the middle, it is SportsGrid's NFL insider, Adam Cass. Joining us here on this Thursday, Cap, happy opening game day to you of the 2023 NFL regular season. Yeah, guys, as we're talking about during the break, this is this is a really fun matchup. We'll get to the issues that the Chiefs have, which are pretty significant. But the Lions are one of those upstart teams. I kept telling Pharrell on Coast to Coast four months ago, if you like the Lions, get in on them now because they'll be overhyped. If you're a futures player, get the win total, what's reasonable. Get the divisional pick that's reasonable because they're 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 obviously a team that everybody's on right now and it's understandable that hype cap has detroit in the season opening game at the home of the defending champions that hype has detroit booked as the favorite to win the nfc north with a win total of nine and a half the dog tonight in kansas city but will not be seen as an underdog much longer cap it's always an interesting time the opening game week of the year in the national football league because the timeline becomes condensed as you look at the first game of the year and of course that opening sunday slate as well yesterday outside of kc and detroit big news in the nfl in fact the biggest payday for a defensive player ever san francisco agreeing to a long-term contract extension with nick bosa five-year deal 170 million dollars 34 on annual average salary cap makes him the highest paid defensive player in the history of the nfl kaplan how did this get done how did the two sides come together the 49ers and nick bosa yeah, so in my reporting on this, I had it pegged. I think we all got it wrong. I had it at 31 million. Uh, Brian Arold, his agent, deserves a ton of credit. He got 34 million. I haven't seen the structure yet, but Arold, the agent gets, he did the Aaron Donald couple of his, his extensions. He did the Ryan Tannehill extension, which was massive. So it's it's legit, 34 million. That, that would be my sense. Now, here's the key for him. Number one, the, the best deal for a pass rusher in NFL history previously, we're, not, we're talking about edge rusher was T.J. Watt at $28.2 million. So you know he was going to beat that. Because of the rises in the cap, cost of living, I really felt it would be over $30 million, and I put it at $31 million because that would be you know, nearly $3 million more a year. But I, I was just blown away by $34 million. Uh, yeah. I, I give credit for both sides. And the, the Niners do, by the way, the Niners do a specific structure. George Kittle, the, the tight end, the star tight end for the, the Niners, he was able to get a, an above-market deal, which is what we're calling a Bosa deal, which is better than he probably would get had he been on the street. I give I, I give credit here for uh, Bosa and, and the, the Niners, Bosa's agent, and also the Niners for getting this deal done. They, they did an, an incredible deal. It's not typically the way they do these deals, but to get this deal done, and it, it wait, by the way, it wound up being higher than they expected, as I understand it. I give credit for both sides here. This was not e- an easy process. That this is one that is going down to the wire here. Because think about it, guys. Had he gotten this deal done Friday night or Saturday, he almost certainly wouldn't be able to play. He's able to play this week. He's in practice today. He'll practice tomorrow and on Saturday's walkthrough and for the game before they, they fly to Pittsburgh. 
Adam, one of the elite defensive ends in the business, obviously, is Nick Bosa here. But it's great yeah. that we have you on the talk, you know, the game tonight, because there is another elite defensive prospect out there that probably won't be on the football field. That's Chris Jones. Talk to yeah. us how that Bosa deal gets done with the deadlines coming up. But somehow Kansas City wasn't able to come to an agreement on an extension with Chris Jones. Yeah, here's the thing, Donnie. They, you know, obviously they play, they're, they're not they play different positions. They're both pass rushers, yes, but Jones is an interior pass rusher, or Bosa is an edge rusher who could play in nickel inside uh, in passing situations. So, look, the, the the deal is is this: he's always needed to get better than Quinn Williams. Uh, Quinn Williams, Quinn Williams got his extension with the, with the Jets. Chris Jones is an accomplished pass rusher. He, he's one of the best interior pass rushers in the National Football League. He's been nothing but great for this football team. He's only 29, though. He was, I think he was around 20 when he was drafted in 2016. He's a great football player. He's fairly durable, one of their leaders. And they're still trying to get it done. His agents have been spotted in Kansas City, the, the Cats brothers. It's just a situation where he's an older player. They, everybody knows this is going to be his last big deal. And the question is per season and, and the guarantee structure. When, when you guys, when you do a deal for an older player, you have to be able to get out of it at a certain time because got players typically, this is not like baseball where guys could play mid 30s, late 30s and be great. You got to be, ab- be able to get out of the deal uh, by structure so it doesn't hurt your cap. So th- this one is interesting, but they want this done. Both sides want to get this done. And unfortunately, he's not going to be available. And by the way, th- him not being available absolutely positively tilts this, the, the, this really the matchups because you don't have the interior pass rusher which is so critical in today's nfl nick bosa led the national football league in sacks last year the defensive player of the year he had 18 and a half chris jones from the interior tied for the fourth most sacks last year in the national football league with 15 and a half cap the other question of availability tonight of course for the defending champs is on the offensive side of the football travis kelsey injured at practice on tuesday afternoon was listed as questionable overnight early in these morning hours it is reported that kelsey will be a game time decision tonight for KC ahead of the season opener. Kaplan, do you believe Travis Kelsey will play tonight for the Chiefs? I'm going to put him in the doubtful category. I'm going to explain why, guys. I know this injury really well covered injury from uh, from an injury standpoint. For over 20 years, I've seen players suffer a knee hyperextension on a Wednesday practice and play on Sunday and not be their best. That's four days away. This is two days away. Yes, Kelsey's going to push the play. He's going to work out for the club today. It's The problem is, guys, it's the degree of swelling and stiffness. The good thing is he's well enough to be able to try to work out. I put this again in the Delphi category. The reason why I'm not going to put him out is because, as I understand it, the MRI showed no structural damage. They knew, they knew when they gave him a stress test that the ACL was intact. That was not the problem. The MRI confirmed that. All the ligaments, MCL, PCL, LCL, everything's intact. But with the hyperextension, guys, it's the stiffness and the swelling. It's hard within 48 hours to be able to play at your best. I never say never as Travis Kelsey because he's incredibly durable. He's going to be Hall of Famer. Noah Gray, by the way, who I've always liked. He was a fifth round out of Duke. He's been a little bit undersized. But don't let the YPC fool you guys. He's a really good athlete. If Kelsey doesn't play, he would take over that receiving role. Now, he's not getting eight to ten targets most likely. If Kelsey can't play, I think he can get three to four catches. But don't forget about Kadarius Tony and my guy Sky Moore, who's going to have a breakout season at receiver for the Chiefs. Adam, quickly on this, we know you're embedded with the Detroit Lions a little bit there during yeah. training camp. Dan Campbell may be looking at this game as a measuring stick a couple months ago. Now two starters possibly down for Kansas City. What are they looking at coming into this game? I mean, this is a massive game that they should be able to think that they can win it. Yeah, in fact, if you, if you study their, how bad they've been on the road for nearly 40 years, not just 30, it's just terrible. One of the worst road, road teams in the National Football League for decades. They were very competitive yeah. last year. So I, I give them a real shot. In fact, if Kelsey does not play, guys, I'm going to pick the Lions outright to win this game. The line has moved. It is now only four and a half in favor of KC. That money line price, if Detroit can pull off the upset, plus 188. 
That is where things stand. Entering tonight's season opener in Kansas City. Sports Grid's NFL insider Adam Kaplan joining us here on the opening game day of the 2023 NFL regular season. Cap, I know it is a busy day. It is a busy week. We greatly appreciate your time. Enjoy the football festivities as they begin once again in 2023. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for being here as always. We will look at the divisions and what is at stake for two divisional frontrunners, Detroit in the NFC North, Kansas City once more in the AFC West. We forecast the season after tonight's opener. Next, here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. This Thursday, live right here on the early line, is a fun one. And it gets even a tad more fun live right here on TEL on SportsGrid. He is Donnie Wrightside. I am Ben Stevens. Welcome to the Hangout right now, Joe Ranieri, live right here on TEL. Joe, thank you for joining the newly revamped The Early Line here on the Sports Grid Network. We are very glad to have you here on the opening day of the National Football League regular season. But JR, you're a regular here on the morning on the Spiz Grizz Network. We see you later tonight on In Game Live as well. It's why you're the hardest working man in showbiz, mm. the hardest working man at the Spiz Grizz. <laughs> Gentlemen, it is a pleasure to see you. Congrats on the uh, on the new digs, the new show here. Uh, without a doubt, it will be the most watched program here on the network. Oh. I have no doubts about that. That's what I do. I mean, Joe, if you're waking up at 8 a.m. and you're joining us, come on now. That's where the numbers, that's the real prime time. People don't tell you that, but 8 a.m. to about 8.30 a.m. Eastern, that's the prime yep. time viewing hours. So, Joe, on the first two days of this new edition of the early line, Don and I have been breaking down divisions around the National Football League. On Tuesday, we did three of the four in the NFC. Yesterday, three of the four in the other conference, the AFC. We've saved the last two for this opening game day of the year, featuring the two teams in action tonight in Kansas City. The Lions in the NFC North, the Chiefs in the AFC West. Let's start with the NFC North, where Joe Ranieri, the Detroit Lions, are the favorites, plus 145. The Lions have not won a division in the National Football League for the past (laughs) three decades. But as you look at these odds, Joe, all four teams separated by less than three bucks How competitive do you think the race for the top spot in the NFC North is going to be this season? I think it's going to be very competitive because I do think that you have a whole lot of mediocre football teams in that uh, division. There is no, I mean, listen, the guy that owned the Bears is no longer there. He sold his share. Uh, He's now with the New York Jets, right? So Green Bay is an interesting team here this year. They are also a team, guys, that I have seen an awful lot of very uh, respected betters uh, buy, not only to win this division, but to go over their win total 
and uh, are looking for a bunch of very unique spots in order to be able to hammer them uh, during the regular season. So there is some outlook here for the uh, the Green Bay Packers. I think the Minnesota Vikings are a team that have to take a step back here. There is no way. Guys, what they did last year was the most ridiculous. Every break in the world went the Minnesota Vikings way. They were, I don't think they lost a game within one score, in, including that Buffalo game, which was out of control. So I do think uh, everyone seems to be high on the Bears. I do not see the Bears. Uh, I don't know what Justin Fields has done or what they think he's drinking, that he's all of a sudden this all-world quarterback that's going to elevate this team to the top of the division. I think there's value in Green Bay upsetting all of these teams here and finishing on top when it's all said and done. I like that look, Joe. I really do, because I think Green Bay sort of lying under the radar here. But I think we get some big things out of love. But let's just talk about, you know, the top end of the spectrum here. The Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. a plus 145 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook to win. Is there any thought to saying, you know what, now that you have the target on your back, because it's been said like three decades, nobody expected anything out of the Lions. And heaven forbid, we might actually be getting really good Thanksgiving Day football because the Lions are actually on and not because they're on TV. It's like, oh, this game is going to be terrible. Talk about the Lions and the expectations, and maybe that could trip them up this year well listen I might have some faith in the Lions because I do think they got better defensively right that was the biggest issue of them last year so I think they got better defensively but you still have Jared Goff at your quarterback position guys and he still remains to me one of the most overrated QBs in the NFL and it's one thing when Jared Goff is hiding behind well we're always a dog, Donnie, right? No, there are no expectations when you're a dog and anything that you can win is just gravy, right? Well, now you're expected to win. And oh, wait a minute, where did we see Jared Goff in a spot where they were expected? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, the Rams. Uh, I remember that now, yeah, no. I am not buying anything to do with winning anything long-term with Jared Goff as my quarterback. Jared Goff, the sixth leading passer in the National Football League last year, 4,438 yards. Joe, I think for the Lions to win this division, last year's success needs to be replicated this year in 2023. The Lions, the underdog tonight. They've been an underdog in 28 of 34 games in two years under Dan Campbell. Detroit will not be an underdog much longer. Ranieri, you mentioned the Minnesota Vikings. You expect them to take a step back. But last year, Minnesota was a 13-win football team. Yes, Mm -hmm. albeit 11 of those 13 wins by only a single score, but still a 13-4 record and a divisional title in the NFC North. So regression is probably going to come. But how much regression, Ranieri, do you see for Kirk Cousins in Minnesota this season? Well, it's not just Kirk Cousins. You know, I think the offense will do what the offense does. And, of course, Kirk Cousins, at the worst times, will figure out a way to give the ball back to the other team and make life extremely difficult for the defense, which is where I think the problem lies for this team. New, uh, the new D.C. there, Brian Flores, this is a challenge uh, for him. Make no mistake about it. I mean, no Zadarius Smith, right? Uh, uh, we've got all sorts of turnover now at the linebacker position and in the secondary. This is a tough ask for Flores to come in and try to hobble together a decent enough defense in order to be able to give Minnesota a chance to take down his division. I don't see it. uh, I just don't see it happening. I think Minnesota is going to have issues this year, and I think all of those issues, the focus is going to be on the defensive side here. They're going to have to score there, Ben, in order to be able to stay in games, uh, and unfortunately, they're not going to be as fortunate as they were last year in those games. Mm. Joe, let's keep it on the Minnesota Vikings here because I found it interesting the offseason, which meant getting rid of Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Now, Mm -hmm. sometimes you do that to retool your franchise because you have a runaway freight train like Kansas City in your division going, hey, look, we got to shed some payroll. We got to, you know, pick up some extra picks and maybe go at this in about two or three years when maybe Mahomes is starting to come back down. But the fact of the matter is Minnesota resetting after that season they had last year and now not even the favorites in the division. Did you agree with retooling, which meant losing a couple playmakers on offense, which really helped out Kirk Cousins last year? 
I don't think it had a choice. I mean, listen, they are trying to keep Kirk Cousins relevant while trying to build around him, right, uh, offensively. And I, and I don't think uh, I don't think you can say that's a bad thing. I mean, Dalvin Cook looked out of gas last year. Remains to be seen what he's going to look like this year with the Jets, but he looked out of gas. Thielen, um, you know, it's been a long time. Uh, since uh, since he's been able to stay healthy, stay on the field. So you've got some options there now. They got a little bit younger. They got a little bit more athletic. So, uh, yes, I mean, the problem is they're married to Cousins, right? Uh, with the contract they gave him, they got at least, uh, what, this last year here. It, I think next year is going to be very, very interesting as far as the direction of this franchise. But for this year, you got a quarterback, good or bad, and you did everything you could to put some younger, more athletic weapons around him. I just don't think ultimately it's going to work out in the end. Vikings married to Cousins, but being married to Cousins, something you never want to do. Not just Good last point. year, 11 of 13 <laughs> games decided by a single score. Last uh, Two years ago in 2021, Joe and Donnie, 14 of the first 15 for Minnesota on their schedule decided by a single score. So, Joe, you told us as we examined the four divisional prices in the NFC North that you think Green Bay has some great value, not just to have a good year but win the division plus 350 it is a new era up in green bay wisconsin aaron Rodgers, after being there for 18 years the previous 15 as a starter no longer there jordan love enters as the starting quarterback entering year number four of his nfl career so joe you are feeling the love why are you high on the green bay packers this year in the nfc north well, I'll do a couple of different reasons. Number one, the minute Aaron Rodgers left, everyone stuck a fork in his team. Uh, the public has uh, absolutely zero faith. Uh, and the marketplace, quite honestly, has no faith uh, in them here. Nobody uh, at the very brief time that we have seen Jordan Love step on the football field uh, there's uh, you know there's no, he's not Aaron Rodgers but the problem was he was basking in Aaron Rodgers shadow the entire time he was there so it's kind of hard to live up to one of the best that's ever played the game well he's gone now it is a new start and I think he did it the right way right I think Green Bay went old school here ben and they said we're going to draft this kid we have no intention of starting him we're going to let him sit here like they did with aaron Rodgers and brett Favre. we're going to let him sit here and learn the damn game he's young enough and that's exactly what they did and i think more teams should take a page out of that book here and i think you are going to see the results of them taking that path with jordan love this year i think they're going to be very good on offense but even better, they're going to be even better on defense that nobody is talking about. Could be one of the best defenses in the division that nobody is talking about. The Green Bay Packers, a win total of seven and a half. The over has the hefty juice at minus 150. Their rivals, the Chicago Bears, also a win total of seven in a hook. It's an old rivalry renewed at Soldier Field on the opening Sunday of the year. The mm. Bears, a slight, and I mean very slight, point and a half favorite for the opener at Soldier Field on Sunday. Do not worry. Joe Ranieri is going nowhere. We preview the AFC West. This division entering 2023 up next. Can somebody knock KC off their perch? We find out on the early line when it returns. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. It is the first game day of the 2023 National Football League season live right here on a Thursday on the early line on SportsGrid. Back like he never left. Joe Ranieri joins us for a second consecutive segment here on this Thursday on TEL. So the two teams facing off tonight in the season debut in Arrowhead. It's the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. Detroit booked as the front runners, the favorites in the NFC North. Joe... The Chiefs, the favorites in the AFC West, and rightfully so. A minus 180 price on Kansas City. The best price of any NFL team to win any of the eight NFL divisions in 2023. The Chiefs have won the AFC West for seven consecutive years. Joe, do they make it eight straight in 2023? You know, I, it, it, this is very familiar territory for us, Ben, whether people realize it or not. And as a lifelong Jet fan, I spent years looking to fade Tom Brady and the Patriots and lost a boatload of money doing it. Every yep. time I went, oh, that's it. Yeah, enjoy. No more for you. It's all downhill. And then, yeah, oh, look at that. They're in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow, look at that. Uh, and then I lose. I am not making that same mistake here with Mahomes and Andy Reid. There is nothing. And I do think, listen, I, I think the core here, the, the Kelsey, obviously not within an injury, but the Kelsey to Mahomes, the Andy Reid, I, I think the clock is ticking. But the clock was ticking with Belichick and everyone in New England and Brady and so on. Uh, I, no way am I putting money on any other team in this division other than than the Kansas City Chiefs. They are champs until somebody beats them. And quite honestly, the Chargers? No, stop it. You know and I know Brayden Staley's already made three boneheaded decisions in the season hasn't even started yet. Uh, absolutely not going to happen. I think the Chiefs are the team to beat. They should be the team to beat. And uh, good luck if you think you're going to be able to fade them as this season progresses because ultimately we'll be talking about them in January again, Ben. Yeah, there's something to do with that, Joe, obviously, when you have Andy Reid. To me, if I had to pick one head coach, Andy Reid would be the best coach right now in the NFL. And Patrick Mahomes, obviously, when it's all said and done, might be the most talented and also most accomplished quarterback in the history of the mm -hmm. NFL. But are we a little bit worried at all, Joe, at the skill positions here? Because, hey, look, Pacheco's a nice running back here, but let's not get confused with a Jonathan Taylor. You look at the wide receiver core, a lot more question marks than you had in the past, and also opening up the season. Forget about Chris Jones. They'll probably get that settled within the next, you know, six to ten days he'll probably be back for game number two but Kelsey going down before the season even begins are we worried at all that you know what yeah we have Andy Reid yes we have Patrick Mahomes but maybe the talent isn't to the level of what it even was over the past couple of years uh, no because and here's the reason why uh Donnie because and I've always been a big proponent of this and Ben will tell you right um wide receivers don't make quarterbacks quarterbacks make wide receivers and I don't care who you throw out there and I think this kid and I, I made you had Adam Kaplan on before me and I think he was spot on with Sky Moore I think this kid's going to have an absolute monster year I think he's going to have a monster night tonight because uh, from what I understand Kelsey is going to give it a go but it might be in a decoy role uh, but I, that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for Sky Moore coming out of the slot on the inside here. I think he's poised to have a absolute huge season here. The backup tight end is not bad. And again, all of this is centered on having Mahomes as your QB. The quarterback makes the receivers, and I don't care who you throw out there. Patrick Mahomes is the best there is right now. He will make everybody around him, including Kadarius Tony, when he gets healthy, including him, uh, they'll make everybody better. And I have faith in Mahomes and Andy Reid to put people in positions to be successful. Yep. 
there was an expectation for Sky Moore last year in KC mm -hmm. to have an outstanding rookie campaign out of Western Michigan. A speedster in a role similar to what they lost with Tyreek Hill. A disappointing rookie year, but a touchdown grab in Super Bowl 57. They are hoping more is yet to come. And when you look at others that might make an impact that are young and talented, I have said multiple times, Justin Ross, the wide receiver who mm -hmm. has dealt with injuries since his playing days at Clemson, and Rasheed Rice, who was one of the best wide receivers last year for SMU, also a speedster. Maybe quarterbacks make wide receivers, but so do mm -hmm. offensive schemes. And there are none better in the National Football League at designing those than Andy Reid, even with a new yep. old offensive coordinator in Matt Nagy. So when you look at the Chargers, Joe, they have the second best price mm -hmm. to win this division. Last year, the year before, they were thought of as the team that if anybody was going to knock off the Chiefs, it would be the Bolts from Los Angeles. They did make the playoffs a season ago. They did win 10 games a season ago. Of course, in classic Chargering fashion, they coughed up a 27-0 first-half lead in Jacksonville to lose historically in a comeback effort from the Jaguars. But they paid the man on the screen right there, Justin Herbert, $52.5 million per year this offseason. The highest-paid player in the history of the National Football League. So optimism now, Joe, finally needs a burden of proof. If this is not the year for Los Angeles, will it ever be as a divisional champion in the AFC West? Well, I, listen, I will I will say in defense of the Chargers, the injury luck for them has been crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you look at all the injuries that they've had to deal with just on the defensive side of the ball last year right this was there was hype last year for this team last year they were supposed to overtake they were the very trendy uh afc west pick last year right then what happens well uh bosa goes down jc jackson uh goes down right they've got all khalil mack uh gets hurt they got all of these injuries on the defensive side of the ball so now they're in duct tape mode here and hoping they can hobble it together and really the same thing on the offensive side right so what exactly, you know, what has changed? You only had combined last year, I think, with Herbert and uh, Keenan Allen. Um, it was not a great year. A lot of injuries around him and Mike Williams. They only combined for eight TDs last year during the regular season. Why? If not one, both were hurt throughout much of the season. So I don't know what the strength and conditioning is doing over there uh, with the Chargers. But if they remain healthy, and this is a big if because they haven't, uh, and they also never live up to their win total each year, which I think is hovering around nine and a half this year. Uh, they've got a shot, sure. But ultimately, then I got to look at the coaching staff and go, all right, if it comes down to Andy Reid coached Kansas City or a brand Staley coached Charger team for all the marbles, who are you guys siding with here? Because I doubt it's going to be brand Staley. I'll tell you, the Chargers, I mean, they have everything you would want. Solid playmaker guys yeah. in the secondary, an elite pass mm. rush, solid offensive line, young quarterback that looks like he's going to do big things, and also a wide receiving core that you can fight and then maybe be a top five in the NFL. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, there's Austin Eckler out of the backfield. Expectations are high, no doubt, for the Chargers. I want to talk expectations with you here about the Denver Broncos, Joe, because oh, Peyton's coming in. He's the new sheriff in town. But now we're hearing these leaks out, like, the, the constant, like, rattling of Russell Wilson. And the latest quote was, like, hey, Russ, stop worry about Russ Incorporated and just worry about football in your team. You're not running for president. Does this have a chance to be a rebuilt Russell Wilson? Or could we actually see in a year, hey, look, I can't fix Russell Wilson. I got to look for a new quarterback because Peyton's going to be there a lot longer, it seems like, than Russell Wilson possibly will. Could be my favorite quote of the century, uh, Donnie, when he tells him to uh, stop blanking, kissing babies. You're not running <laughs> for office. One of my absolute favorite. And, yeah. you know, you've got to have, uh, you know, you got to have a little something to be able to stick it to now a 34-year-old uh, Russell Wilson like that. He's basically calling out his QB in public here. And the more and more I hear and the more and more I read about this, uh, Donnie, the more and more I seem to think that, Peyton is going to have very little patience uh, with him. And it's going to be up to Russell Wilson to elevate. Like, this is it. If you have anything left in the tank here, Russ, and it sounds to me like I don't know that there is, 
but I don't know that there is it it's, has anything to do with his athletic ability. I think it's above the shoulders. I don't think he's yeah. fully committed to playing football. And that is a big problem for anybody looking for Denver to take that next step. I think Sean Payton knows it. I think uh, as the season goes on, he's going to tolerate it less and less. And then ultimately, it's going to uh, evolve into Russell Wilson on the bench at some point in this season and Peyton drawing the line in the sand and say, I can't can't do this anymore, man. I have my I have my worries about this relationship moving forward. It's so weird to me. My reaction to all that is, what? Huh? Yeah. I get what Sean Payton is trying to say. Russ, focus on football. Focus on playing quarterback. Focus on yes. only being the leader of this organization. But what? Sean Payton has been in TV broadcasting for too long, and it was only a year because he's now trying to make headlines every time he speaks with Russell Wilson about the former head coach in Nathaniel Hackett. It is very, very strange to me, the situation in Denver, and I believe and a Broncos bounce back because there is no grace period. There is no, all right, get us back to six, seven wins, and then we'll be ready to go for 2024. No, it's win now. You paid Russ more than $245 million. You traded draft capital to get Sean Payton in the Mile High City. It's a very interesting situation. And then from a football perspective, to lose two offensive weapons in Tim Patrick and mm. K.J. Hamler with a non-football-related medical condition entering this year, there is injury concern around Jerry Judy and that hamstring. It's all a yep. mess of disaster right now in Denver. The fourth and final team in the AFC West, where we entered last year thinking this was going to be the most competitive division in football. It really wasn't. The Raiders were the only other team besides the Chiefs, though, back in 2021 to make the postseason. Now it's year number two for Josh McDaniels at the helm. Last year, a disaster. They ship away Devontae Adams' best friend in Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. But that six-and-a-half win total, JR, with the under having that much juice, is one of the five lowest in all of the National Football League. What is your outlook for Las Vegas this season? I'm actually higher on Vegas than a, a lot of people uh, seem to be. I mean, listen, Derek Carr, is he better than Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes, in a vacuum. But Jimmy Garoppolo comes from a situation in which he was put in to succeed. Why do I say that? Because Shanahan's one of the better play callers in the NFL. Didn't ask Jimmy Garoppolo to do anything that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do, right? Well, guess what? I mean, say what you want about Josh McDaniels. You know what he is? He's one of the best play callers in the National League. It didn't work out with Derek Carr. Granted, Derek Carr's gone. Derek Carr has been on the decline now for about the last three to four years. I think he brought in a lot of guys he's comfortable with, McDaniels, right? Jacoby Myers, uh, Michael Myers, the tight end. They lost Darren Waller, which is a problem. The biggest loss yeah. they had, I thought, was Denzel Perryman. But they bring in Marcus Peters. I think they're going to be way more competitive than anybody is giving them credit for. They're going to win some games as an underdog. You're going to make some money mm. backing the Raiders this season. Mm. McDaniels, of course, that familiarity, the relationship with Jimmy G when he was the supposed heir apparent yep. in New England before Tom Brady had other ideas. Joe Ranieri, thank you very much for joining us here on the first game day of the National Football League regular season. We appreciate the time as always. What's the best bet for Thursday night football? We hear from the public up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Um. Get those high knees pumping. Get off the blocks hot on the track. Take your bike out for a spin. It's a Thursday, the first game day of the National Football League regular season. Live right here on the early line on Sports Grid. I am Ben Stevens. Donnie Wrightside, of course, here as well. And this is the new Sports Grid app, the ultimate sports betting companion app, now available for download at both the Apple and the Play Store. Scan the QR code on your screen in a matter of moments. All of our information, all of our data in the palm of your hand. Five-star plays, those are known as best bets in the Sports Grid app to give you best bets in your favorite sport, your favorite team, your favorite league for the NFL opening game of the year tonight in Kansas City. But not just the Spiz Grizz app. We wanted to hear from the public. So what is the best bet for the season debut in 2023 between the Chiefs and the Lions? We find out together and fade the public. A pretty contested poll here, DRS, at Sports mm -hmm. Grid TV on Twitter. What's the best bet for tonight, the Thursday night football game, to open up the 2023 National Football League regular season? The line has moved, of course. KC now only a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Is it backing the favorites, or is it taking the underdogs? The Lions getting four and a hook. Is it the over of a total on its way down, now standing at 52 and a hook? Or is it the under of the total DRS at 52 and a half? Most, and I mean barely most, of the public saying the Chiefs lay in the four and a half, but DRS not all that far behind the Lions getting four and a half, about 29% of the vote. If you're watching on TV, you can tell by the color powder of my jacket. Of course I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs, minus four and a half. We're not fading the public. We're rolling with the public tonight. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. A very tight poll that will look at once again as our number three, our third and final on the early line, starts in just about 55 seconds. Don't go anywhere. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. <laughs> 